grace, mercy, and peace to you from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. It is finished. How many times have we each said that? The lawn work is done. It is finished. Homework. It is finished. The kitchen is sparkling clean and dishwasher running. It is finished. For us, things are never finished, though. The grass will grow again and need mowed in another week or even a day or two. Sorry, kids. Homework will be with you throughout your life in some form as you prepare for the next test that will come your way. And we all know the kitchen will be dirty again in the morning. It is finished. These words of our Lord are possibly, at least to my simple mind, the most gospel-filled words in all of Holy Scripture. Certainly for the criminal who hung on the cross next to, next to Jesus, it must have been. Remember his words, Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom and the promise he was given by our Lord. Today you will be with me in paradise. And then he heard, it is finished. All of the promises made by our Heavenly Father to redeem creation since the fall, when Adam and Eve were banished from the Garden of Eden, have now been completed. The it in Jesus' statement is salvation. Salvation is always God's work, not ours. All of the Old Testament points to God saving his people. It was seen in the Passover in which God mandated how those who trusted and had faith in him would be saved. Salvation was entrusting God's promise that the sacrifice of the lamb and its blood on the doorpost and lintels would save them. Ironically, their remembrance of the Passover was taking place the same time Jesus' blood and life was being poured out for the sins of the world. In one of our recent Sunday texts, we heard of Daniel and his night in the lion's den. God locked the jaw of the lions. They did not harm Daniel. God's work, not Daniel's. He sat in the dark in the lion's den and trusted God. Even with Noah, his family in the ark, it was, go it was God that saved. Yes, out of faith and trust in God, Noah worked and built the ark at the command of God and according to his design. But it was not Noah that saved. It was God. It was God that shut the doors of the ark and planted them safely inside. God saves his people. He loves and he gives life. He does not destroy. The devil is the author of death and lies, not God. The devil brought sin and death into creation to destroy what God had made that was good. It is God who loves and saves his people. And lest anyone think that there is a limiting factor in who is saved, all people are God's people. All have the same creator. Some just simply refuse to hear the word of their creator, God Almighty. God has written his law in their hearts of all men. But one man, he blasted his wrath against all sin, his utter condemnation of it unto death. But not upon just any man, the God-man, Jesus Christ, true God and true man, who led a perfect and sinless life to the glory of his Father, our Father in heaven, so that he, the Son of God, could die an innocent death for the sins of all. 
Those who fail to trust in Jesus' own words, it is finished, choose to listen to the lies of the devil that continue today, even in the face of defeat declared in Jesus' words on the cross. Jesus, as the Son of God, has the authority to proclaim it is finished and for it to be so. All the promises of God contained in Scripture concerning our salvation are fulfilled here in the glorification of Christ on the cross. It is Good Friday, the good day on which our Savior took upon himself our sins, yours, mine, the sins of those that went before us, and the sins that will follow in our footsteps. For all, it is finished. In our sinful condition, it is difficult to wrap our minds around how something could be finished before we see it as ever having started. I mean, Jesus died on the cross some 2,000 years ago. No one then could have imagined that you or I would even exist. No one except God our Father. He knew us before time and eternity. He knit each of us together in our mother's womb. And while we were still sinners, he chose to save us from our sins. On that Good Friday, it was finished. But we, sinful as we are, want to believe we must do something. We need to have some action to take, something to prove our worthiness to God that we might be worthy of salvation. We are tempted to take some credit of our own. In the strange times we are living through now, we might be tempted to place our faith in that something, the thing we do for our neighbor or our more passionate moments of prayer. Some may think their taking risks to help others will win them favor with God that they might be saved. We might think of our suffering in some way as making us worthy. All of these, when done by God's people, are good and right, but they are not salvific. They have no saving power. They are like cutting grass, doing homework, and loading the dishwasher. They are all tasks that are never finished, and they are not salvific because we could never do enough to win our, and purchase our own salvation. Only a fool would look at Christ on the cross and with faith in him think, good start, thank you, Jesus. Now, must, now what must I do to finish the job you have begun? What must I do? How do I get to say it is finished? There is only one thing that is final in our lives, and that is death. And we do not even get to say the, it is finished in that. God does. With this coronavirus, we hear a great deal about infection rates and death rates and what we might do to lower them. Do we not realize that the death rate for all creation is 100%? If you're, if you're living, you're dying. Possibly not today or tomorrow or even for decades. But for all of us, the Lord has graciously numbered our days to be spent in this veil of tears and fears. I remember watching the Ten Commandments as a kid when the angel of death came through. It was portrayed like a vapor running on the ground through the tight streets of Egypt. I remember the families in their houses eating what the Lord had commanded through Moses and Aaron the meat roasted and the bread flat, and the screams they heard as people died, those whose doors were not covered by the blood of a lamb. 
There was fear as they listened to what was going on around them, and at the same time, trust in God as they turned back to the meal of roasted lamb and the unleavened bread, and they ate. They trusted in God's promises in his deliverance by the blood on the doorposts and lintels of their homes. In baptism, we are covered with that blood of the lamb that is Christ, and we are participating in his death and resurrection. At that moment, the words of Jesus ring true. It is finished. In baptism, we have full salvation and are raised from this life of sin and death into an eternal life of peace with God. Our life is recreated and hidden in Christ in his death and resurrection. Perhaps this Good Friday is not so good for you and your family. Perhaps all of the things you read and hear in the news are frightening, disturbing, downright scary. Our Lord knows fear, pain, loss, and isolation. He was fully man and feared the cross, asking his Father that it might be taken from him. Yet, thy will be done. He suffered the pain of scourging, the loss of dignity before men as, they, as he was hung, naked on a cross, reviled and mocked. He knew isolation as the eyes of all forsook him, including those of his Father in heaven. Remember his words? My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And then it is finished. John 14 reads, Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and I will take you to myself, that where I am, you may be also. And you know the way to where I am going. And Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you had known me, you would have known my Father also. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. The Lord will take all who are his, those who trust in him and what he has done to save them through his salvific work unto himself. Some today, some tomorrow, some much, much later in his good and gracious timing. Until then, we live with the promise that already it is finished. In the name of Jesus, amen. amen.